I've seen. All the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Swamp Gas Uggos, uh, a new show here on KZSM where we take you through the swamps of reality, covering ghosts, cryptids, UFOs, and anything else that goes bump in the night. I'm Jordan Pilkington, and with me is my living acquaintance and co-host, Lexi Morris. We live together. We do live together. Can you look closer to the mic? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we live together. Um, and we are also the only people uglier than the monsters we talk about. And that makes us qualified to talk about them. Absolutely. Yeah, we are uh, uh, We are the Swamp Ass Uggos that host Swamp Gas Uggos. Mm-hmm. So get ready for that. Um, no, yeah, as the, as the title implies, uh, we will take you through the swamps where everything was bumping in the night. And also we're ugly. And also we're ugly. That's a yeah, key component. We truly have faces for radio. Don't ever forget it. And that's um, what true community radio is all about. Absolutely. It's really getting the Uglies a, a chance to perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you, KZSM, for letting the, 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 the beauty disabled uh, a chance to shine. Yes. We're, the, uh, we're, we're on the decline. <laughs> it's only gotten uglier. It, oh, yeah. It's been downhill since 1998, baby. The uglier we get, the louder we get, and this is where we're going to let it all out. It's going to be spooky, it's scary. Gonna be ugly. It's going to be very ugly. The good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. We're two out of those three. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, no, but yeah, uh, this was just uh, this was a show I wanted to do to really like talk about uh, the one thing I know. Well, there's two things I know a lot about. Uh, 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 New Jersey. New Jersey. But there it is. And cryptids. Alrighty. And I can't talk about Jersey, so I'm gonna talk about cryptids. No one would listen if we just talked about Jersey. Not even a little bit. Uh, no, yeah, but as we get started here on our, our first episode, I thought it would be, uh, you know, a good idea to talk about our own experiences with the paranormal, you know, uh, things we've seen, things we've heard, things we've felt, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a nutcase, mm-hmm. I am, I'm kooky, I'm crazy, uh, I'm every lyric in the Adams Family theme song, <laughs> um, so I believe all this junk. Uh, what, where do you, where do you stand on this, Lexi? Oh, I'm scared. That's it. That's it. That's You're the just whole. scared. <laughs> That's my qualification. Uh, I'm a I'm a timid, scared little runt. That's right. If, um, if you want to, to know the difference between us, I believe and she's scared. And I'm scared. I don't know <laughs> what to believe. Nice. Yeah, San Marcos itself seems to be kind of a hub for some of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot going on around here. A lot of witches. Um, a lot of ghosts. Mm-hmm. Especially being a college town, there's a lot of you know young spry ghouls running around campus so that we have yet to catch, but. I thought we're you gonna were, get there. I thought you were gonna say because this is a ghost town, all the people that graduated but never left, <laughs> they just run around. I mean, they do. 
no, but yeah, but back to our experience with the paranormal. Uh, I've seen UFOs. Uh, we're pretty sure my house was haunted. Uh, I've seen ghosts there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I was younger, um, I've never told you this before. Um, when I was younger, uh, whenever I would go to a graveyard, I would see like shadows out of the corner of my eye, oh, standing over graves. Yeah. Um, and also, I've had like uh, like uh, like premonition dreams. Basically, I remember mm-hmm. in sixth grade, I had a dream um, that I was on fire, just dying. You know, really, really burnt into a crisp. And then I woke up the next day, and on the news, there was a house that had burnt down because of arson. Good God. Yeah. Are you the boy from The Sixth Sense? Absolutely. You were on fire the whole time? Mm-hmm. Do you know Patrick Swayze was a ghost that whole movie? That whole movie? Yeah. That's incredible. He does such good work. Right. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? That's um. so, I, that is so <laughs> terrifying <laughs> to, to dream of, of fire and then right? to wake up to that. That must have been absolutely terrifying. Absolutely. But did you get, is that where the narcissism started? Where you thought that you could control... Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, life revolves around me. <laughs> um, Ladies and gentlemen, an origin story. <laughs> from my narcissism. <laughs> um, no, there was also a dream I had where um, before we left Jersey, um, I had a dream that I... All, a lot of my dreams are of me dying. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a dream that I, I, was, I, was, I was murdered in a blue house um, in the middle of nowhere that had a white staircase in front, like over the front door, right? Right. When we moved to Jersey, uh, we drove from Jersey to Texas because that's more cost efficient when you're carrying everything you own. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were driving through like the swamps of Louisiana, oh, Louisiana. Yeah, just like the like the like flat swamps. Mm-hmm. Um, Most famous swamps in America. Absolutely. And that are Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and um, in the field was that house, like that blue house with the white staircase where I died like three years earlier in a dream. Mm-hmm. That was that. To me, the scariest part of that is just trying to picture the architecture of that house stairs <laughs> over the front door. Right? It doesn't make any sense. No. The fact that there's like, uh, uh, you'd have to walk outside to go to the second story. <laughs> it's so, it could have been like a, not a townhouse, like a, like a, not a condo. Some condominium. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a two family, uh, like townhouse in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But instead of being split down the middle, it's, it's split, split. It's split horizontally. It's split horizontally. If you got that option in a game of Monopoly, where you had to choose your home, mm-hmm. I think that'd probably be the worst option. That would be the throwaway option. That the, doesn't the, make the, any sense. The murder house or a house that's cut yeah, this horizontally. Yeah, the murder house. It just, it's it's a, an optical illusion. Imagine mm-hmm. telling that to your therapist later, and oh, you're trying to describe it. And no, they have I to keep pause that you, and they, they go, okay, no, the, no, 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 this this is not add <laughs> up. You, there's no you, house with the stairs leading to the second floor. Mm-mm. What you saw was swamp gas. What you saw was swamp gas. Mm-hmm. You inhaled it. I did, um, and it led to the narcissist you have today. Um, but, so those are our experiences. Um, let's, uh, let's jump into it. Let's, All right, Jordan. Let's get started. So what are we getting into today? <laughs> okay, so for today... Our, our first episode, I figured we'd we'd go with a, a, a classic, um, one everybody loves. Uh, let me give you a little quiz, little little little, little tease. Okay. All right. He's tall, dark, has the most glowing red eyes. You just thought of him right now. And he's the perfect boyfriend. <laughs> I didn't say his name, but the Mothman popped into your head. How <laughs> did you so, know? now mothman is a staple of both american folklore and west virginia culture he became immediately ingrained in the public consciousness after only 13 months of sightings 
Um, and I gotta say, he's as West Virginian as country roads. Take me home, mm-hmm. moth man. You say 13 months. Was, yeah. Is that a finite time span where Mothman was seen? That is, um, actually, let me get into that. So, um, December 15th, 1967, in Point Pleasant, uh, West Virginia, um, tragedy struck this small Appalachian town when the Silver Bridge collapsed, leading to the deaths of 46 people. This catastrophe was the culmination of over a year of unexplained sightings of the Mothman. Some believe that he was an omen of doom, that his presence was meant to warn the people of an impending disaster. Others believe that the beast caused it himself, that he could actually be a demon who brings misfortune to people. We have no way of knowing. But what we do know is that after the bridge collapse, sighting of Mothman, and the other phenomena that plagued Point Pleasant, including UFOs, animal mutilations, and the men in black, stopped immediately. Whoa. Well, look, I don't want to cut to the chase too quickly, mm-hmm. but what if Mothman was beneath the bridge when it collapsed? Like he did it? Like no. he, he pulled the screws? He... <laughs> Mothman uh, collapsed the bridge to save the rest of the town, but he oh. he cl- he was beneath it. So, that's true. so 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 comes the end of Mothman. That's true. Well, the actually, sightings did continue after this. Oh, um, but his first sighting was 13 months before that incident, and then this was like the I don't want to say grand finale because people died. Oh jeez. But <laughs> but basically, like this was like the like this was where it all kind of like led up to and this is where sightings like in this town kind of ended for for a very long time mm-hmm. um no but uh the, the the my primary source for all of this was a book called the mothman prophecies by johnny keel um who was a, a paranormal researcher who was investigating ufos and pet mutilations in point pleasant before the mothman sightings began incredible i was about to say for it to be called a prophecy it would have had to be written well before yeah well i mean he wrote it after but it was about his like his uh experiences mm-hmm. while this was all going on was this guy just someone who was like no 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 i always knew he was coming <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> he okay in the mothman prophecies he like half of it isn't about mothman it's about aliens and the men in black um because like as i mentioned earlier during this time uh there were so many ufo sightings that you could like set your clock to it in that town like oh if you knew like what day of the week or like what time it was like and like where to be in town you would just see like lights and orbs flying overhead interesting mm-hmm. um something else i learned speaking of um our time slot for the show is the best time to see ufos on the weekend all right yeah so 10 p.m you're good to go all right community of san marcus get your Walkman out why don't you take a little <laughs> stroll <laughs> get your get your uh binoculars get some cameras and you know what bring a friend bring a friend that's that's what this is really all about we encourage you to go out into the community put a blindfold on and just start walking absolutely (laughs) because to to truly see the Mm -hmm. paranormal you you gotta close your eyes absolutely here kzsm the blind lead the blind (laughs) um no but uh the first mothman sighting was november 12th 1966 in clendenine west virginia which is about one hour south of Point Pleasant. Okay. Yeah. So it's it, it's not really the town. It's just confined to this one area of West Virginia. Right. Which is already a small state to begin with, mm-hmm. and it's all mountains, so you can see it. You can see it all. Yeah. Plus, but, he was pretty tall. So oh, if he was on the mountain, true. he could really see it. He all. was the king of the mountain. King of the mountain. Um, but no, five grave diggers saw a dark winged figure uh, among the trees. They saw it. It saw them. Then it took off, uh, and they all agreed on one thing. 
It wasn't a bird. It was a man. A mothman. A mothman. Okay. I was wondering why they were going to call him Mothman, because you just described him as tall, dark, and handsome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like it might have just been five schlubby-looking gravediggers all jealous that's of him. So f- yeah, they were just so jealous of like this hot dude that's walking by. Mm-hmm. They had to give him a deformity. Mm-hmm. So they said that he could fly, which isn't a deformity. Yeah. I'd say that makes him hotter. Look, if all I'm saying is if, if someone could fly, mm-hmm. you can't give them a bad bird name because no. most birds are you know awesome. the mascots they're awesome mm-hmm. god i love birds <laughs> most mascots that are named after birds are seen as very like you know heroic mm-hmm. you know very valiant eagles hawks you mm-hmm. know phoenix moth. moth oh god just the worst flying that's so they really they, they had to come up with a name that would like really throw them off the most yeah and there's no way it was five di- you ever hear five men agree on something impossible um i don't know how they arrived on mothman mm-hmm. um because even then moth are like very secondary to butterflies yeah they're the ugly butterflies butterflies of the night mm-hmm. they're the, they're the us of butterflies uh i can think of uh something five men would agree on what would they that uh women be shopping oh dang <laughs> and then five men started a burgers and fries shop. absolutely um, no but also can you imagine you're on tinder if you found a guy that said like six four and can fly Mm-hmm. Why would you ever swipe left? I'd be like, you up, Mothman? <laughs> I think I should start. I'm going to give an update next week. and, and if, you, if you can't fly. I'm going to start fishing for Mothman out there. Absolutely. You and every other woman in this side of the country. <laughs> um, but no, sightings began pouring in from all across the state, but the place that saw the heaviest concentration was an abandoned World War II munitions factory, uh, which locals called the TNT area which is the worst name I have ever Good heard. God, they're going to have their sock hop at the TNT later? It's so, it's so generic. Mm-hmm. It's so boring. It, I, it, 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 These West Virginians and their descriptors, they're just really not on it, are they? Look, I don't want to make fun of, of West Virginia. They're, they're, a, they're a humble working people. Mm-hmm. But also. But They named but their also. state West Virginia. <laughs> Look, I'm not a geography teacher, but... There's got to be some other options. Like, all the other states, like, they named them together. Like, this will be North Carolina, this will be South Carolina. West Virginia came, like, a hundred years after. Mm-hmm. They're like, we're West. Yeah. We sure... If there's one thing I know about West Virginia, it's that we are West. We we are, in fact, West. West. Um, but no, during its operation, it manufactured ammunition and dynamite, hence the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the TNT area is square in the middle of a forest dotted with thick concrete domes called igloos that were used to store barrels of gunpowder. The area is also riddled with abandoned tunnels, most of which have been collapsed, sealed off, or become flooded with water. Perfect places for a mothman to set up a mothman cave. A mothman cave. Don't Mm -hmm. moths like the light? Yeah, they they can attract them. Maybe that's why no one's caught him, because no one's leaving out, like, light bulbs in the forest. (laughs) He needs a little treat. Absolutely. (laughs) Moth can have a little light. Mm-hmm. As a tree. What was that meme that was like a year ago? That was it was it like lamp? It was just a moth that it had like that had like an umlaut through it? The the abstract concept of moths and being lamps? attracted to lamps. Wow. Yeah. I wrote a I wrote a love poem to the theme of Mothman many a many a year ago. Did you really? Did I you really bring did. It? It's some look, it, if you give me two minutes I'll let you think I'll let you think on it. I'll we'll, get back to you. We'll come that. back to that. Yeah, um, but also the TNT area is an ecological disaster, and in 1983 was declared one of the most polluted sites in the U.S. Good God. 
Yes. And look, that is a high bar. That's a that's high. A high that's a high bar. bar. That's a high bar. I yeah. couldn't kick that high. Dude, it's if a high you bar. go, if you go to 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 Buda or Kyle, I'd say that gives it a run for its money. <laughs> I was in the woods here in San Marcos today, uh-huh. and there was a I, I kid you not a pile of um. Look, this isn't surprising to anyone. A that pile you hang out in the woods. No, that I hang out in the woods, and also that I was hanging around abandoned shopping carts and uh-huh. just piles and piles of sun faded beer bottles. Nice. Um, and this is supposed to be like the beautify San Marcos area too. That's so. We that is around. that is the beautiful San Marcos. Yeah, truly, the hills are alive with the sound of um, clinking beer cans. Clinking beers. Was this before or after you tried to be friends with all the little kids that live in our apartment complex? This was after. Okay. This was much. This after. was after they rejected you. This is after I was rejected by the the community that I thought we had. <laughs> but I'll be honest, it was 104 degrees outside. I think I was um, ghost pepper red assuming that ghost peppers are red if not look fact check me seven in um, another pepper i'll look i'll look it up i think they're green i think they're green and i think I you're embarrassed sickly. i um <laughs> <laughs> someone caught me not knowing what a pepper is that's so funny no um but it was here at the tnt area on the cold night of november 15th 1966 only three days after the first sighting that two young couples would encounter our boy uh, Roger and Linda Scarberry were driving in Roger's black 57 Chevy Bel Air with Steve and Mary Maliette through the area. Um, and also, as a side note, every source I've read makes note of the 57 Chevy. Like, I get it. It's a cool car. No. But I've read, like, four different, like, books mm-hmm. and, like, movies, and they all bring up his 57 Chevy. As soon as you said it, I thought, man. What a cool car. What a cool car. Uh, no, but it was around midnight that Linda noticed two glowing red eyes in the darkness beside the old North Power Plant. These eyes belonged to something that looked human. It was about seven feet tall with wings folded against its back. Roger stalled, inspecting the strange creature. The Mothman then spread its wings and pursued them down Highway 62 to the Point Pleasant city limits at speeds exceeding 100 miles per hour. Good God. Only capable... In the 57 Bel Air. In the 57 Chevy Bel Air. <laughs> That's what ties it all together. That's the only reason they were able to escape. Absolutely. Um, uh, 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 no, but they arrived in town with no Mothman in sight. Um, and after they had calmed themselves down, the couples convinced themselves it was just a bird. You know, I mean, it was the 60s, bunch of young kids out in the woods in the middle of the night. What do you mm-hmm. think they were doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they, they didn't have TV the way we did now. No, they Sometimes had, they just had to go out into the woods. Had a bunch of grass. Mm-hmm. Bunch of grass. Red eyes. Red, red eyes. They were projecting and a when they said the mothman had it. But also, <laughs> I can't imagine how much weed you'd have to smoke to imagine that a bird is a giant man bug. Stranger things have happened. I, I mean, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Maybe um, they just really, really wanted that to happen. Yeah, they were just really hoping for a giant man bug. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they convinced themselves that it was nothing and drove back to the TNT area to prove it to themselves. Uh, they immediately found him again, standing along the side of the highway, almost as if he were waiting for them to return. Oh, my God. Uh, he had his thumb out. He had his thumb he out. Was he, was, he was looking for a ride. They caught it fully in their headlights this time, and they saw what our best descriptions tell us. He was seven feet tall, a dark black body, and glowing red eyes. The Mothman took off vertically and flew away above the trees. They returned to town, told the sheriff, and Mothmania swept the town by storm. That is incredible. I mean, look, if you think about the situation that we're in now, the social climate, 
what are the police planning to do if you do see the Mothman? I mean... Are they going to arrest him? We don't want to go to the police for hardly anything. We, we think that they're capable of tracking down this... The uh, flying man beast? Seven foot, tall, dark, and handsome man beast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But also, is being a Mothman a crime? Well, in this country, Back in is. the day, hey, it was the <laughs> 60s, you know? That's true. Also, um, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of your host or of my guest and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body, SMTXCRA. Mm -hmm. So what we just said about Cops and Mothman, that is our own opinion. That is our own opinion. And also, Jordan and I, notorious liars. So you'll never know what we truly think. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, also, um, before we get back to it, I'm going to play a quick cr uh, promo and we'll be back to the show. I'm Rob Rourke. And I'm Claude D. Tune in every Friday night from 7 to 8 p.m. Central on kzsm.org for We the People. You can hear what's happening at the local and regional level from San Marcos, Texas. Every week we share how you can get involved to make a positive difference in your community. Think liberty. Think local. Make a difference. Listen, Listen to, to We the, the people. people. All right, and we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Mothmania. Um, and where we left off, uh, Mothmania was just sweeping Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. um, and he was sweeping the rest of us off our, our feet. feet. There we nice. go. Nice. Oh, we're so insane. So insane. What is this? What's going What's on happening here? here? What's happening here? Uh, no, but speaking of Mothmania, um, it took the form of hunting parties that would go out every night looking for the cryptid. Which means a hundred drunk hillbillies with shotguns every night for a few months. God, I wish that were me. God, I wish it were me. Also, they did not catch them, um, in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, and the police didn't either? What? Man, what, what's a gal got to do to find a Mothman That's around true. these do you, parks? Do you think if we told them that Mothman had jumped turnstile in the New York subway system, they'd find <laughs> him in a heartbeat? They probably would. They'd probably have four other people that look just like Mothman in custody. Absolutely. <laughs> Moth boys. Moth they, they go up to Sasquatch and go, if someone imagine your description was causing a disturbance. <laughs> um, uh, you mentioned it earlier, but uh, a November 17th, 1966 headline from the Herald Dispatch in Huntington seems to be one of the earliest examples of the name, taking inspiration from a popular show at the time, Batman. Uh, no one has ever described it as looking like a moth, but Batman was taken, so journalists went with the next best thing. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. See, that's 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 kind of what I was getting at later. I mean, earlier. Mm -hmm. um, when they just didn't have enough good descriptors for him. It's, that really stinks that Batman was already taken. Batman was taken. Uh, Superman was taken. Mm -hmm. They tried to call the him the Flash. <laughs> Old Red Eyes. Oh. There's already a hundred kooks in West Virginia named Old Red Eyes. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's my grandfather. <laughs> I think he's from West Virginia. Oh, oh man, this is so... Um, so my grandfather, um, his family's from West Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. um, and one time I'm asking him, I'm like, hey, Grams, where are you from? And he goes, well, if you look at my birth certificate, or no, yeah, if you look at my birth certificate, it'll say New Jersey. But if you ask my mother on the right night, <laughs> well... Who knows what she'll say. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> um, you didn't it, ask him where he was conceived. Yeah, I was like, where, where were you born? Mm -hmm. He's like, well, depends who you ask. <laughs> um, apparently, West Virginia just had a bad stigma like in like 1953. Mm -hmm. um, so they just lied. But I like to imagine that he was running from something. 
and I don't think he'll ever find himself until he turns around and confronts it. <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me. No, but so Mothman sightings continued on for the next uh, year um, until the tragic accident over the Ohio River where the Silver Bridge collapsed. Um, people claim to have seen Mothman circling the bridge uh, for like three days before it actually collapsed. Um, and what caused it to collapse was one band on the bottom got shook loose and everything else just felt like a house of cards. Yikes. Yeah. So it is like literally like the worst possible scenario. Like it's the like epitome of bad luck mm-hmm. that caused it to happen, which led to people thinking that well, he's a bad omen. He's right. the bringer of bad luck. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there. I guess there is that theory. Does he... Does he show you what's going to happen, or does he make it happen himself? You know, the exactly. classic Mothman or the Egg, um, <laughs> as they say. What, what came first, the Mothman or the Egg? <laughs> but that that really is kind of a testament to how intense it can be, because this is no secret. Bridges are, like, really tests of any engineer and any architect, because those have to be um, as secure as possible for incredibly obvious reasons. Um, I only took like two years of summer engineering camp in middle school Mm -hmm. but they really hammered that in there we were building um toothpick bridges when you say they hammered it in there do you mean they hammered in you being a a freaking loser you know what i was i was the marilyn monroe of 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 summer robot camp summer engineering camp (laughs) and look where that got me I, I say that my sister, who's 11 years old, uh, I think just signed, or her teacher said, you know, you're really good. You should go to engineering camp. Well, she's adorable. My sister is adorable and a gymnast, and she is definitely going to kick my ass one day. She is on a completely different plane than you or oh, I. Oh, for sure. Also, because we have different dads, she's going to be like, she's going to tower over me. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's, she's got her life all set. All figured out. Yeah. And I was on a steady decline. This the <laughs> From the minute you stepped foot in that camp. Yeah. And look, earlier we said we're qualified to talk about these cryptids because they're uglier than we are. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can still talk about engineering camp. Because you're ugly. They're, they're, the, ugly they're also the other people that are ugly than I am. Uh. That's so funny. Um, as I mentioned earlier, um, uh, there were UFO sightings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, March of 1967, the year the bridge collapsed, um, there was a nationwide UFO wave. Um, they were being seen by like the hundreds every couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that's actually why John A. Keel, the guy who wrote um, the Mothman prophecies, was in uh, West Virginia to begin with. Oh. Yeah. He heard a bunch of reports about, um, you know, people seeing uh, UFOs, them being so, like, so apparent that you could just find them at any day, of the t- at, any, at any time of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so he went down there. He went down there to investigate. Um, and, uh, he writes about one incident where a farming couple would see an orange orb outside their home every night. Well, the wife did. Uh, husband thought she was nuts. <laughs> or that she was losing it. Um, Ugh, women be like... Women be, uh, having encounters of the third kind. <laughs> women be shopping and also experiencing paranormal activity. <laughs> um, but no, Keel told her to call him if it ever happened again, and when it did, Keel told her to take a flashlight outside and flash it three times at the UFO. Um, and it was there for so long, even the husband saw it this time. And so they flashed their light and waited and watched. The UFO hov- uh, hovered there for a few moments outside their house and then took off into the night sky. Oh, man. 
No reply. UFOs famously love... To ghost people. <laughs> love to ghost people. Um, that's what they want you to think, because as soon as they uh, entered their home, the TV exploded with light, and three sharp beeps, and the same cadence S or flashlight came from the speakers. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, Jordan, what do, what do UFOs and my ex-boyfriends have in common? I don't know what. Love to ghost me, and people question their existence. It's really funny. It's it's so funny. That's really incredible that um, someone can also call themselves a UFO investigator. Mm-hmm. What are the? Wh- how do they investigate? They just show up and and say and harass people. Wow, that, that really is happening, <laughs> huh? <Yeah. laughs> they, they find zero answers. Mm-hmm. Um, they they just kind of shrug their shoulders and go, "That was fun." They go, "You know, that's that's really crazy, huh?" Mm-hmm. I'm gonna write a book about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bought it. Yeah. Um, no, but. Um, you might be wondering, what the hell do UFOs have to do with with Mothman? I was wondering that. Thank you for thank you for asking. Um, but um, winged humanoids have been seen with UFOs since the UFO craze began in the early 1900s. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, I'll get to it later. But Keel writes that um, the Mothman matches descriptions of these old, like mythological creatures called Garudas. Mm-hmm. Um, and he writes in the Mothman Prophecies, These great Garudas and winged beings are closely associated with luminous phenomena. They tend to appear in areas where UFOs have been active, and like UFOs, they tend to linger for days or even weeks in the same specific area. So, Interesting. Wherever there's a Mothman, there's a UFO. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. look, they also share some similarities. If someone was able to attract them or keep them there just by flashing a light, mm-hmm. and moths famously love love, li- love light that's a good point yeah maybe the ufos are just like giant like uh like fly catchers and so mothmen are just attracted to them <laughs> well it it's kind of um cyclical i'm guessing because a lot of people the only reason you can see ufos is if if either they have lights on them or mm. it's in a, an area light enough for you to be able to see it so the moth man could be following the ufos and ufos could be attracted to different lights that's true i didn't think about that i don't know and uh we should try we should try and i'm attracted to the light of his eyes oh oh mothman if you're out there listening come find me (laughs) (laughs) mothman if you're free on thursday i just wanted to let you know i am also Also free free. on thursday (laughs) mothman quick my girlfriend uh she's in the shower for for, for 30 minutes if you see this i'm free on thursday to hang out (laughs) Um, no, um, also, this is, this is something I noticed. Um, one thing Keo noticed in all his interviews with UFO witnesses was that they had all contracted conjunctivitis, um, which is pink eye. Oh, God. Yeah. And that, like, that is something that's occurred in a lot of UFO cases, is if you stare too long at a, at a, a bright UFO light, you get pink eye. If you stare too long at a UFO light, you get doo-doo on your hands. <laughs> and, and then your eyes. <laughs> and then your eyes. That's how. That sounds how they, like a very convenient story. Yeah. <laughs> well, can you imagine? Because if if it's all a hoax, if they're all faking it, like in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, that means that to convince this paranormal investigator, they came up with like, okay, well, how, how can we uh, get them to convince it? What if we all rub shit in our eyes? <laughs> That'll really convince them. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mothman having glowing red eyes. He also has pink. You <laughs> could say it's the pinkest eye. So true. That's how color works. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm a history major. Someone fact check us. If you if you can tell us if red is truly the pinkest pink, uh, please write in. 
Um, and if you can tell us if blue is the warmest color, <laughs> go ahead and shoot us an email. Um, also, this was this was another UFO um, encounter that happened in Point Pleasant that uh, I thought was pretty spooky. Um, so it's March 5th, 1967. Um, and uh, uh, bless you, Steve. We're filming. We're film, We're recording in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> um, in front of a sneezing, a sneezing studio, studio audience. audience. We, we want to make them feel welcome. Um, but no, um, no. So there was a a bloodmobile from the Red Cross um, that was driving through 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 the through the, through the town um, when a UFO tried to pick it up, um, like it was like a like a, a claw game. Basically. Oh yes. Yeah, the pair driving claimed the craft matched speed with them. Then two arms extended down on either side and attempted to lift the car. They were only saved by approaching headlights, which caused the craft to retreat. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, that sounds terrifying. That sounds absolutely terrifying. Well, that's something that's entirely possible by non-UFOs. That you can get a you can get a car picked that's, up. I mean, yeah, that's that's a crane. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just a crane, it's just a crane. <laughs> um but also it stands out because most of the time like in ufo cases they're never like trying to physically pick up whatever you're in mm-hmm. they just beam you out yeah um so it's a little inconsistent a little inconsistent but also this is uh, it was a blood mobile so mm-hmm. they were driving like uh, a van full of like uh like plasma and stuff like that for donations right. um and this is like the only recorded incident of a blood mobile mm-hmm. and so it makes you wonder what did they want with human blood I don't want to answer that question. I'm a little scared of that question. Mm-hmm. Well, also, uh, c- don't you think back in the day, I know UFOs have been around for a really long time, mm-hmm. but if they are trying to physically pick it up, you know, it could have been a different model UFO. That's so true. Because they- we didn't get Bluetooth until, you know, think about it. Yeah, they're, they're driving the 1986, like, jalopy version of, of, a, of yeah. a, a flying saucer. It's a sedan. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on its last limb. Look, their mom said it was, it was, it was, it was a deal. <laughs> It's the hand-me-down car yeah. when the mom <laughs> gets the new one. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, so that was... With UFO sightings, like, Men in Black are also there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I said, John Keel's book, he writes about Mothman for, like, half of it, and then the other half is him just, like, these, like, conspiracies about, um, like, the Men in Black. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to the story because they were also in West Virginia at this time. Mm-hmm. Like they were there before the bridge collapsed. Even like yeah. they were, they were talking to people who saw, like, saw Mothman, saw the craft. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're all part of big UFO. <laughs> it's all one giant conspiracy in West Virginia. Mothman's in on it. That's so true. UFOs are in on oh it. My Aliens God, are in so on it. So right. Yeah. They. The only reason that we see. <laughs> It's all a conspiracy about big UFO to buy more UFOs. Yeah, they're 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 just manufacturing interest in UFOs. Mm-hmm. Kennedy was in on it. Well, the, <laughs> that's what they that's what they shot him. <laughs> no, they shot him because he was trying to stop big UFO. Oh, yeah. stood up to him. Uh huh. Um, well, I mean, also, um, I'm gonna get to the story real quickly um, because it makes me think that like the Men in Black are kind of like the mob, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. Real quick, explain what you mean by Men in Black. Okay, so Men in Black is a uh, uh, supernatural phenomenon where um, after you see, like, aliens or anything paranormal, um, people claim to be visited by uh, men in suits. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the movie is nothing at all like the phenomenon. The movie makes them seem they're, like, this fun, like, quirky, like, space cops almost. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but in reality, in reality, right? Um, yes, we're we're speaking strictly of reality. No, no I believe in this. Um, um, they will um, accost people who have seen things and basically like threaten them almost to say they haven't seen things, mm-hmm. but they never seem human. Like they're either too tall, their clothes don't fit right, they're too short, their features are like undiscernible. You can't tell like where they're from, what they are, their eyes mm-hmm. don't look right. And their fingers always a little too long. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but after the papers wrote about the UFO and the Mothman sightings, multiple people claimed to have been approached by funny-looking men in matching suits. Um, and one thing that always stuck out is they all had thick rubber-soled shoes. Uggos can never catch a break. Can Absolutely they? not. No. Yeah. If we were to wear matching suits, we, people would think we were the Men in Black. Yeah. They they just start picking. Oh, their fingers are too the fingers long. Fingers are too and long. Their faces are not something, symmetrical. Something about their ears doesn't look right. That's a quote. From the book, is that uh, the the family says, well, their ears just weren't right. If you stare too long at my ears, you'll find something to complain about. <laughs> I, I swear, you'll find something. Uh, you'll think of something. I You're swear. not going to like it. No, but one person who specifically dealed with dealt with the men in black was uh, Mary Heyer, who was an associate of John Keel during his investigation. Um, after the bridge had collapsed, she was approached in person twice by men in ill-fitting suits with indeterminate features, odd speech patterns, and unusually long fingers. That's so strange. Yeah. Uh, she was asked uh, the first time, like, the people that approached her in person, mm-hmm. um, they asked, what would you do if somebody asked you to stop writing about UFOs? And she said to eat dirt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my my um, woman. Look at her go. Oh, yeah. She's a queen. Eat my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but soon after that, a friend of hers, Connie Carpenter, was visited by a similar man and asked the same question. What would Mary Heyer do if asked to stop writing about UFOs? And Connie Carpenter said that her friend would tell them to drop dead. Um, but I, that's, that's basically the mob. Like, they're showing up to yes. your shop and going, like, oh, it would be a shame if something got broken around here. Right. Also, what a terrible strategy. If I see a UFO and uh, someone knocks on my door and goes, hey, you didn't see a UFO. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't remember telling you <laughs> they saw a UFO. And they're yeah, like, I, uh, I haven't told anybody. Oh, shoot. Uh... They're just reading her diary. <laughs> and why are your fingers so long? I gotta get out of here. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, they they can't blend in. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't fit in, like, with people. Can't afford it. Kind of like us. Right. Um, but no, like, they just, like, they're they're very awkward in, like, their speech patterns. Like, they, mm-hmm. they have, like, uh, they stress the wrong syllables. They stumble over, uh, over, over, over certain words. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they talk Uh-oh. in the third person. Uh-oh. Well, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> um, but no, they were there before the bridge collapsed too, as I mentioned earlier. Um, they're coming from inside the house. Yeah, their uh, their intentions unknown. Um, people speculate on mm-hmm. on why they're there. Um, you know, some people think they're there just to silence witnesses, mm-hmm. um, or based on how they act, some people think they might be uh, aliens investigating how people behave so that they can better. Uh, better infiltrate us in the future right but it's been a hundred years and they haven't done anything seems like they're not doing that great of a job no you think they'd they'd want to take that kind of feedback although i'm guessing all these people that have been interviewed that claim to have seen the men in black aren't exactly giving the feedback straight to them they're not saying here weirdo you know Mm -hmm. tuck your shirt in yeah what if what if all men in black sightings are just like the fbi sending their like their rookie to go talk to him right 
just oh. someone first day on the job first got, the- got the, did, <laughs> didn't got know the they were gonna have to dress up thought they were gonna be provided a polo not the case Mm-mm. had to had to get something from their friend who's just a little bit taller that's what happened to me at papa john's i got to wear an xxl my first day my first and only day at papa john's because i quit uh, at the end of that shift <laughs> um we're gonna have a, a quick word from uh, uh from our sponsors and i'll be right back to the show This is David, the handsomest boy on the radio. Listen every Thursday night to Rock Your Face at its new time, 8 p.m. The hits, the misses, rock and roll, blues, soul, funk, reggae, Afrobeat, and more. That's 8 p.m. Thursday night on kzsm.org. And we're back. Uh, We're back here at uh, Swamp Gas Uggos. Again, I'm Jordan Pilkington, and... And I'm Lexi Morris, and you are listening to KZSM Radio, True Community Radio in San Marcos, Texas. Absolutely. Um, wanted to say real quick before we uh, jump off the topic of the men in black. Um, so they're always described as ugly, right? Like that's like one of their defining things is they don't fit in. They mm-hmm. don't. Something about them just stands out. Um, there's one incident that I found where they are not. Um, and it stood out because they specifically kept calling the men in black hot. (laughs) Um, yeah, let me read it to you. It says, these men knocked on doors late at night, purportedly selling magazines, though we couldn't find anyone who had ordered subscriptions from them. They spoke fluent, unaccented English and were described as good looking with heavily tanned skin. Their height and broadness impressed the witnesses the most. That doesn't sound like the men in black. That sounds like those Israeli dudes at like lotion kiosks at the mall that kept trying to sell you shit. (laughs) Hey, I... I think it's really nice that someone out there sees these men in black for what they are on the inside. inside. Yes. Which is magazine salesmen. Which is magazine salesmen and very bad ones at that. Didn't occur to anyone that, look, if you saw uh, a magazine salesperson today, but you couldn't find anyone that bought the subscription, isn't Mm -hmm. that par for the course? Who's getting magazine subscriptions? Oh, absolutely. Especially like in what magazine could they possibly buy in rural West Virginia? Uh, They can't read. I don't know what they would need a magazine for. Little pretty picture magazine. <laughs> they're just selling, they're selling coloring books. <laughs> just little adult coloring oh, books. Oh, man. We're... And they're ripping the pages out that have the Mothman. Because it's, it's been selling like hotcakes ever since those sightings. They just have to rip them, sell them, rip them out, and no one wants them because they're damaged. Oh, my God. We're That's never, a problem. We're never going to get any listeners in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> we just burned every bridge. Um, no, man. Okay, did I tell you? soon. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, there also no, that's not true. We're not going to lose any uh, listeners in West Virginia because we're never going to get any in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I used to do tech support um, for uh, a company that still used DSL for their internet lines in 2018. Hot dog. Um, hot dog, right? Uh, yeah, DSL and copper lines, which were late in like the 80s. Um, and most of our uh, our our, our uh, customers were from West Virginia, mm-hmm. um, and so their lines were just breaking every other day. Like, there wasn't a day where there wasn't, like, some kind of, like, internet blackout in West Virginia. Yikes. So, I'm not, you know, we can talk as much garbage about West Virginia as we possibly want to. And they're never going to hear. Yeah. But also, now that makes me feel bad because it's like talking about people behind their back. Except (laughs) it's the the entire population of West Virginia. That's true. Maybe someone will sell them a magazine where they uh, print out a transcript of our our show. (laughs) We should apologize in advance and send it. No, never. Send you know what I gotta there. say? You know what I'm gonna say, West Virginia? Don't uh, say it. Eat my shorts. Oh no! Eat dirt. 
Um, although that does bring up a good point. This is a little bit of a tangent, but if their internet was always breaking, mm-hmm. don't you think that might feed into some sort of government conspiracy that they're trying to hide things from them and there's media blackouts and, and you know, no, the, what, are, it, what are the people keeping from us? It's just the copper wires. Yeah, it's funny. You would you would think that it's like a government conspiracy, but it's actually uh, business incompetence and how capitalism doesn't care about people because uh, if they can't afford it, uh, then they don't just they just don't get things. Yeah. Um, and that will that makes me uh, have to read this, which says the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of your host or of my guest and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body SMTXCRA. Thank you. I I count as a guest because I'm not in the big seat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. No, but yeah. So all of these these phenomena they they all kind of tied together. Because they started at the same time, and they ended at the same time in this small little town. Mm-hmm. And it's, it makes you wonder. Because the Men in Black didn't just ask about UFOs. They also asked about, like, Mothman that people would see. Mm-hmm. And are, so UFOs, multiple sightings, we're going to assume since there were so many sightings mm-hmm. all over, you could basically, you know, toss, you throw a stick at a toss Mothman. Toss a rock, right? <laughs> throw a stick at a Mothman. <laughs> You 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 couldn't shake a sheep's tail without hitting a moth, man. Those are pretty short. Those are pretty pretty short tails. Uh-huh. Um, but are, do they? So is it is it assumed that there's one singular Mothman? Yes. That um, that's just that's, going around. That's havoc. That, yeah. That's the 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 general theory, is that it's one creature. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, uh, as John Keel presents, uh, UFOs are not extraterrestrial. They are ultra-terrestrial, meaning they are beings from another dimension who are from a higher plane of existence mm-hmm. that come into ours to, like, just kind of observe and to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, they love to watch. They love to watch. And Mothman is another being from that dimension. Okay, so is he ultra-terrestrial as well? Yeah, that's one of the theories. Um, I'm going to actually, speaking of, I was going to get into a couple... Uh, potential reasons behind the Mothman. Um, so good question. I am good full question. of good questions. Yeah, you Let's get into it. You don't see the script. Um, <laughs> I, keep, I keep everything a surprise. Nor can I read. That's also true. Um, no, but yeah, one potential cause was people think that, or John Keel specifically thinks that it's an ultra-terrestrial. Um, he also posits that um, UFOs um, all behave uh, in different ways over time because that's what the people believe. They are influenced by... Um, by the public like perception and the collective mm-hmm. consciousness and how we view things um and so basically they change based on who's watching them interesting yeah so there's that um he also thinks that the men in black are like fairies uh, <laughs> <laughs> because they match the legends of um fairies from like medieval europe because they all mm-hmm. kind of act the same way we're like they're strange they come into your lives they ask these weird questions they kind of threaten you and also the men in black would do this thing where they would ask for a small thing that you, like, won't notice is gone. They'd be like, can I take, like, just pencil or, like, a glass of water? Mm-hmm. Um, and they just take it with them um, as, like, a souvenir or, like, something to study. Interesting. Um, and, yeah, so men in black match a lot of, like, legends of fairies mm-hmm. back back in the past. That's also the most, um, like, brooding, um, bleak description of a of fairy, a fairy I've ever <laughs> heard. well no what about fairly oh no those are pixies not fairies those are pixies get it right i'm so sorry i'm embarrassed um but that's the most out there theory 
um, mm-hmm. for the for the Mothman. Another one is that it could be a sandhill crane, um, which is a big tall bird that has red circles around the eyes, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of you know skeptics uh, believe that mm-hmm. that that might be what people perceive as a Mothman because they're not like native to West Virginia. Right. Um, however, for uh, uh, a crane, a bird that's not native to the area. Uh, between January 2017 and August 2019, there were 28 spotted, mostly in large groups. So I feel like if that's the case, they're not that uncommon. You know what I mean? Right. I know we we call West Virginians morons in the show here, mm-hmm. and that's the official stance of uh, Swamp Gas Uggos. <laughs> um, but I think they know a bird when they see one. You know what I mean? You'd you'd think so, but also, people have been misciting birds for as long as there has been birds. birds. I mean. Even Superman, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Oh my god, you're so, I didn't... That boy don't look like a bird, I'll tell you what. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Mothman? It's a bird, it's a plane, it's... Do you think someone's made it... Wait, no, 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 it is a bird. No, <laughs> uh, ooh, it's a plane... It, it's a Mothman. Do you think I could find, like, a shirt on, like, Etsy or Redbubble that says it's a, it's, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Mothman? Look, if you give me one hour, I... You could design it for me? I will me? design it for that you. That sounds awesome. I would wear that every day. Okay. Yeah. Make it a tank top, though. I'd wear, sure. I'd wear no sleeve, no sleeve summer. No sleeves. No sleeves. No sleeves on. Sun's out, guns out. Sun's out, guns I'm out. also going to send uh, two of my ugliest friends in ill-fitting suits <laughs> to go door <laughs> to, to door it. selling it. <laughs> um, another uh, more logical um, uh, 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 what's theory. The word? theory. Mm-hmm. I was going to say hypothesis. Um, are owls? Um, there's a lot of huge owls that are native to that area of West Virginia. Um, they have eye shine, so whenever a light flashes on them, you know, there will be a reflection, a yellow reflection, not a red reflection. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, have you ever seen an owl's, like, with the, like, its fur, like, its feathers pulled up I with have. legs? It looks like Mothman. That is the drawing of Mothman, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, if you, like, look from from a different angle, you could probably, like, mistake it as being six feet tall. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with that, though. Um, this is my favorite one. Um... That it is a mutant beast that has been transformed by eating the chemicals that are at the TNT area. I think that is probably the most sound theory of them all. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm sure owls can get very mutated. large and, mm. and mutated. And mutated. <laughs> um, but th- there's something about the, the stretch between that that would just make it an entirely different being altogether. It just wouldn't be an owl anymore. That's true. Um with with the red eyes, with everything that we know about Mothman, mm-hmm. which is not a lot, by the way, mm-hmm. there's there's only so much we can know from that elusive, mysterious enigma. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I don't know. Hot, I, f- hot I, f- piece I found of moth. I found some uh, pretty steamy like sex fic- fan fiction on uh, Tumblr of Mothman. If you want me to read that, that would honestly, I'll save that for when we get back home. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll 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 save that for the, <laughs> for the drive. Um, with everything we know about him, it just seems like. That is kind of one of those one-of-a-kind beings. Mm-hmm. That's not... Look, Mothman don't have no parents. No, Mothman don't have no parents. There's no Mr. Mothman. There's no Mrs. Mothman. Mm-hmm. There's simply Mothman. He likes it that way. He likes it that way. But He's also... Lone I, Ranger. I like to imagine that there's just like an owl that's just eating dirt and like dynamite <laughs> waste. <laughs> and it grows like like seven feet. Yeah. Is that If that's the secret, I'm going to start eating dynamite and dirt. <laughs> I'm tired of this whole milk grows your bones. <laughs> what would you need? Malarkey. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> My theory, um, which is 
unfounded mm -hmm. is that he went specifically there because mm -hmm. of its um its cool uh potential the potential of that environment That's of an abandoned so tnt he was like this place is rad as hell essentially it's just a little park abandoned caves uh the thrill of dynamite that's so funny um plus look if anything goes wrong that's gonna make a huge explosion the light oh, oh. the light that would be emitted maybe that's what drew him there is the one went off i think i think that would honestly be paradise mm -hmm. right Oh, I'm, absolutely. I think maybe some of the other reasons we don't see more Mothmen is if they are so attracted to light and danger, mm -hmm. they're going to go straight into the sun. <laughs> it's the only logical reason. I'm just spitting truth out here. Oh, you're so right. Well, they fly too close to the sun and they burn their wings. Oh, God. And then they become regular men. And no one wants that. Just super tall, brooding men <laughs> fall to earth. That work at uh, Lotion Kiosk. Or <laughs> Lotion Kiosk. <laughs> um... But no, we're going to wrap things up in the Mothman uh, right now. Um, but, you know, some current Mothman news. Um, or not current, but, you know, post-1967, mm -hmm. um, sightings of Mothman were claimed at various disaster sites from 1967 to the present. There was a mine collapse in, Ger in Germany, Chernobyl, another bridge collapse in Minnesota, and even 9-11. People saw him all of those places? People claim to see, yeah. People claim to see uh, 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 Mothman at 9-11. I have the hardest time believing that one. Yeah. Um, um, but I mean, also, when something becomes so ingrained in our collective consciousness and pop culture, they're going to see it anywhere they look. Right, you know what I mean? That's just how it works. Just knowing that Mothman exists, Is you enough. know, it primes you to to see him in places you wouldn't have expected yeah. them. Uh, you also want to know where they saw Mothman? Where did they see Mothman? Uh, in 2019, uh, they saw him outside of Wuhan, China. Oh, man. <laughs> you know where I saw him? My ex-wife's house. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I saw Mothman uh, uh, on my last date with my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> when people say I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, they should they ought to just say I, I, I don't, don't want to be a Mothman. I don't want to be a Mothman here, but it's all it's yeah, over. Lexi, I don't want to be the Mothman here, but also you were pretty short on rent this month. <laughs> <laughs> Our landlord, mm, sorry to be the Mothman. <laughs> I gotta evict you. Um, no, but um, more recently, uh, the Wuhan one was, was not real. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I want to make that very clear. No, I understood. <laughs> um, there were 20 in Chicago in 2017 alone. Um, oh, wow. But I have no clue what the disaster was there. So Interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but ever since then, Point Pleasant has been put on the map because of the myth. Um, and in 2002, when they made a movie out of the Mothman prophecy, it put them on a global stage. Mm. Um, Mothman has become ingrained in their economy. They have a, 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 a huge tourism ministry based on the Mothman. There's a Mothman museum, a statue in the, in the middle of the city. Mm -hmm. of the city. Um, it's a big part of it. Right. Um, the most recent Mothman news, um, as of June 2020, petitions to replace Confederate statues in West Virginia with statues of Mothman have taken off. Oh, take me home. Um, but also, um, I think it's so stupid that there's Confederate statues in West Virginia in the first place because the entire reason West Virginia exists at all is because they didn't want to be part of the Confederacy. Well, what do you know? Has anyone told the West Virginians that? I don't. They can't hear. Oh, wake up, sheeple. <laughs> they speak hillbilly, not English. <laughs> um, also, I didn't tell you this, um, but yesterday morning when I was leaving for work after researching uh, Mothman for a week straight... Um, I saw a giant moth <laughs> outside of our door. <laughs> it was like 
eight inches in diameter. I have never seen a moth that big in San okay. Marcos. You're you're I know you're not joking uh-huh. because I saw something out there too and I knew it wasn't the birds that are just by our door. Yeah. Yesterday, I don't know if you remember, that's when I shattered my phone. Interesting. It, and that was in the morning. That was when I you left for work probably I don't know, like thirty Yeah, like nine ish. Yeah, thirty yeah. minutes before I did. I was locking the door. I shattered uh-huh. my phone, got to work, spilled water. Oh my God. Yeah. That was a that was marked by the moth. Baby. I that was the moth baby. Little moth baby. Little moth ba- well, we're gonna oh my god, it's the soon. avatar. Yes. It's, <laughs> he's been reincarnated. Oh, uh, but yeah, that's been our first episode. That's been our first show. Thank you so much for listening if you're listening. Um uh, just a quick reminder though, uh Swamp Gas Uggos going forward will be Sundays at ten o'clock. This was just our pilot. Um, and if you have an experience with the unexplained or a myth that you'd like us to research, please email us at uglyswampstories at gmail.com. That's U-G-L-Y-S-W-A-M-P-S-T-O-R-I-E-S at gmail.com. Yeah. Let us know if there's anything you want us to get into. Also, if you're going to fact check us and if you're from West Virginia, we would love to personalize an apology for you specifically uh, and really reach out to the community, do some do some outreach programs, really really get it popping over there. But Absolutely. first, you got to email us. Absolutely, you have to email us. Anything you want to leave them with, Lexi? Um, this is for all the ugly people out there. We're, We're doing, doing this, this for, for you. you. All right. Uh, stay, uh, uh, hope to see you again next week here on KZSM. We'll see you in the swamps. <laughs>